Hey y'all, my name is Kaylee Morgan and I'm the Youth and University Program Manager here at Be The Bridge. And it's an honor to be introing today's episode. We are in the month of August and our students and educators are either returning to their classrooms or enjoying the last bit of summer. If you have children or are a student attending school, this time of year can be bittersweet or a sigh of relief. For parents and caretakers, the fall can be stressful. The prep leading up to the first day of school, balancing schedules, and if you have older children, those college applications are probably creeping up around the corner. Then you have the world we live in, a racially charged world that takes one step forward and two steps back at times. Not only are you having to navigate this personally, you have to be able to help your child process them as well. Well, what if I told you we would love to help? Here at Be The Bridge Youth, we are a safe space for your child to engage with other children their age and take steps towards racial healing, racial equity, and racial unity. We gather once a month so your child can develop as a leader, an individual, a student, and a member of their community. This generation is more aware of the realities of this world than any other generation before. With access to the news, social media, and the internet, they are the most informed generation to date. We want to be able to help your student learn how to engage with this information in a healthy manner and empower them to create change where they see fit. Our programming is a holistic leadership program where they will be educated, empowered, and equipped to make a difference today, tomorrow, and the days to come. I can tell you all about our programming and what a difference it is making in the lives of our students, but I'd rather you hear it from them. My prayer is that this episode encourages and inspires you and ultimately gives you hope that the legacy of racial reconciliation is in good hands. You are listening to the Be The Bridge podcast with Latasha Morrison. How are you guys doing today? It's exciting. Each week, Be The Bridge podcast tackles subjects related to race and culture with the goal of bringing understanding. But I'm going to do it in the spirit of love. We believe understanding can move us toward racial healing, racial equity, and racial unity. Latasha Morrison is the founder of Be The Bridge, which is an organization responding to racial brokenness and systemic injustice in our world. This podcast is an extension of our vision to make sure people are no longer conditioned by a racialized society, but grounded in truth. If you have not hit the subscribe button, please do so now. Without further ado, let's begin today's podcast. Oh, and stick around for some important information at the end. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Be The Bridge podcast. I'm Patricia Taylor, the Director of Programs, and I have the pleasure of filling in for our president and founder, Latasha Morrison, for today's episode. I'm going to be speaking with our new-ish <laughs> youth and university program manager, Kaylee Morgan, and two of our youth participants, Reagan Murray and Sydney Middleton. I want to tell you a little bit about these phenomenal women that we're going to be talking to today, and I hope you all enjoy this conversation. So Kaylee Morgan is a small town gal from Missouri that now calls the city of Atlanta her home. She's a writer who loves to laugh, listen to music, and has a heart that burns for the next generation. Kaylee is extremely passionate about championing racial justice and gospel-centered unity through education and information. She serves as the Youth and University Program Manager at Be The Bridge and 
Last but not least, let it be known that Kaylee is the Spice Girls' number one fan. <laughs> I know, Kaylee, this is the truth. <laughs> and next, we have Sydney Middleton. She was born and raised in the Atlanta area. She is a kind and loving person, but she can be a little aggressive on the basketball court. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. She has a soft spot for kids. She loves to surround herself with energetic people because she, too, is energetic. And serving the youth has never been a question for her. She hopes to pursue a career in pediatric occupational therapy. And last but not at all least, we have Reagan Murray joining us today. She's also an Atlanta native, a writer at heart and number one Juice World fan. She's a risk taker and enjoys modeling and serving her community through her work with the special needs ministry at her church and Be the Bridge Youth. She has a strong work ethic and determination to do whatever she puts her mind to. So these three are going to really help uh, lead us into this incredibly important conversation about the work that we're doing with our youth and university program at Be the Bridge. Thank you, ladies, and hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining me for the conversation today. I am super excited to, for us to dive right in. So hey. here we go. Are you all ready? Yes, <laughs> yes, totally. Awesome, awesome. So the Youth and University program brings with it so much excitement because of the enthusiasm of our participants and the knowledge that the children really are our future. Now let's all pause because that song stuck in our head now. Thank you're welcome. <laughs> but you know, I, I couldn't go without referencing it at least once. <laughs> but seriously, our youth are making impacts in their spheres of influence their communities, their families, and with their classmates. And that will help us see a more equitable world. And that's definitely something to celebrate and to talk more about. So it matters so much. And I am going to be here as a guide for this conversation, but you all really don't want to hear from me. So I'm going to turn it over to Kaylee Morgan, who is fairly new to our staff, and we are thrilled that she is here to tell us more about our youth program and how it is helping to see the mission of Be The Bridge lived out. So Kaylee, take it away. Yes, of course. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having us. And um, I also just want to say thank you to the Be The Bridge staff for giving me such a warm welcome. Um, but our youth program, you're right, it is very important. And as great as that song is, it actually does speak truth. Um, the children really are our future. And if we want this justice work to, to make bounds and leaps and actually move forward, we have to train up the next generation. Um, I always say there, you know, there's somebody that always goes first um, and no matter what you're doing. And so um, right now as adults, you know, we would, we would be the person that's paving the way and leading the way for the next generation to come through. And so our program really is just designed to just equip um, students to be prepared for the moment that we pass the torch. Um, and it's earlier than they think it is. Um, I would, I would confidently say that these two ladies are already ready for the torch if they haven't already been passed it, um, previously. So yeah, I just think that we're here to equip the next generation to continue to do the work and empower them to empower those that follow right after them. 
Mm, I love that. And I love um, the thought of equipping because I think often people will say things like, oh, you know, the youth, they just, they just got it. You know, they, they don't have these concerns and, and they're not looking at people in this way or that way. And that may be true to a point, but at some point we do actually have to take it to the next step and, and have to educate and, and talk about truth and equip them because they are going to hit a point where there are influences and there are societal impacts. There's news, there's different friend groups in all the ways. And so I'm glad that we can do what we're doing and and help them um, to see what steps it takes to live out this this justice-minded, more equitable world. So I really want to hear now from Sydney and Reagan, if you two are ready, ready. <laughs> um, you are both participants of our program. And so I want to ask you both why you said yes to being a part of what we're doing with the Be The Bridge Youth Program and, and maybe share a bit about what impact it has made in your lives personally. Um, Reagan, uh, can we start with you? Yeah, we can start with me. So uh, the reason why I said yes to Be The Bridge is because I recognize that like the work is something bigger than me and it involves, you know, a community of people that I wanted to, you know, like help lift up because I'm a part of that community. And I feel like the youth is like um, a major part of um, just like what we're building for the future. And then like starting now is like important because a lot of us, um, don't have the tools yet to, you know, work towards what we're trying to work towards, basically. And I just want to be a part of helping our community get to that point. Mm, I love that. And I should have asked you this um, first, Reagan, but you and Sydney are both seniors. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then what, uh, how long have you been involved with Be The Bridge, Reagan? For like a year. Okay, great. That's fantastic. Sydney, what about you? What what made you say yes to being a part of what we're doing and, and how has it impacted you personally? Um, I think for me, being a high school student, it's like important to start at like a young age when it comes to trying to make our world a better place because of, you know, all the problems that we've had in the past when it comes to talking about race. Um, and I think it starts at, you know, at a young age with the people who like choose to step up and become a leader. And, you know, with me, I think being a co-leader of um, a, a youth group, it's like it'll help me become a better leader. Like, you know, for when I go off to college, because that's something that I want to do. I also want to be a leader in college and, you know, continue on these conversations so I think starting now with the group that I'm with, starting these conversations now um, at an early time is going to definitely help with that. So I think that's one thing. And then also just wanting to be able to see a difference. Like after everything that's been going on in our world, I think being able to be a part of it, trying to help definitely like puts a smile on my face and I think it's important and it's just something that I want to do because I want to see our world as a better place than what it is right now. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that you both commented on wanting to make uh, your communities locally and, and I'm sure even nationally too and even globally a better place for everyone and, and that really takes a lot of foresight and, and wisdom to know that it goes beyond ourselves. Like we do this work for the betterment of us all. So 
Sydney, you said that you co-lead a group. Um, I would love to hear more about that. And and do you think you're a natural born leader or did you have, you know, influences that, that brought you to be the bridge? Tell, tell us more about that. Um, I definitely had influences. I think my older brother is a huge influence. And then along with my mom, um, my mom has been, you know, really close friends with Miss Latasha ever since, you know, they just got out of college because she went to college with my dad. So, you know, we've known them for a very, we know Miss Latasha for a very long time. And I've never been one, I'm, I've never been one to really be a leader. Like, it's nothing that, not that I would shy away from it, but it's not something that I've ever, yeah, stepped up to do. But I mm-hmm. think definitely watching my mom lead groups and be a big part of Be The Bridge and then seeing my brother do, he's done podcasts before. He's, you know, speaking, um, spoken to um, other people. Like, he's very well-spoken. I think that also is one thing that helped encourage me to want to co-lead. And, of course, this is something new for me. This is my first time ever co-leading, so it's like I'm still learning but trying to get there taking a Mm. few steps at a time. I love that. I think you hit on something so important as, you know, you have these influences around you that are inspiring you to try something that may be out of your comfort zone, but you see that it's really worth it. And taking those few steps at a time is all we need to get started. And and I do want to give a shout out to your mom, um, Andrea Middleton, who's also um, just a wonderful part of our team. And she uh, leads, she's the uh, be the bridge leaders <laughs> um, group leader and we have a Facebook group where people can get connected who want to lead groups so um, Reagan what about are you in Sydney's group or how how are you two connected like doing yeah, this I'm work in together Sydney's youth group but mm-hmm. we've also been friends since middle school and a little bit before that too I met her at my church and then we just went to the same middle school and then we now go to different high schools, but we're still connected in that way. So we've just been really good friends. Oh, I love that. And how, how do you think, um, and this question can be for both of you. We'll start with you again, Reagan. Um, how do you think that having these conversations within your, your group uh, has changed you for the better? Well, I think it's made me more open-minded and like willing to listen to other perspectives and like learn from other people in my age groups and like even adults or like Kaylee um, and getting that like extra knowledge that I probably wouldn't have gotten from like speaking to the girls in our group. And then just being able to share has helped me like with my communication skills and then just being more aware of my environments and like um, how big of an issue racism is. And what about you, Sydney? Um. To piggyback off that, I, you know, I kind of, I agree with that. I think it's like, I'm, I'm like blinking. Um, I agree. Like, I think it helped, like it's helping me become better with communication as well. Um, I'm not um, a person, I wouldn't consider myself a big person to when it comes to talking about certain situations like this is my first time not first time but um one of the um times that I've had like you know these kind of deep conversations um I've had before but I think 
having them constantly whenever we have our meetings every other week, I think not only am I, I mean, as me being a leader, not only am I like, you know, trying to help the other people in our group, I'm also listening to what the other um, people in the group have to say and getting knowledge from them. We're all just, you know, sharing and kind of growing together. I love that. Kaylee, these two young ladies are phenomenal. <laughs> um, what do you think the impact is of, of our, our Be The Bridge groups for our youth? Um, yeah, first of all, yes, they are phenomenal. Um, I have had the honor to actually sit in their group um, and kind of just like kind of sit back and listen to their discussions. And um, they're very bright. Um, our future is looking real good. Um, but I would say the the best part about these groups is it gives the students space um, to have these conversations, these brave conversations. Um, it, you know, sometimes when there's a leader in a room um, that is like, a bit older, oftentimes that's when the insecurities come into play. Um, and if you're anything like me, you'll you'll sit back and you'll observe um, because I just want to take in. I want to take it all in. Um, but what I like about these youth groups is they're actually designed to be youth led. Um, therefore, everyone's on an equal like playing field, really. Um, and so it, it breaks down those barriers. It breaks down um, those spaces where insecurity can maybe drop in and creep in um, and gives them a space where, you know, having peer-to-peer -peer conversations, um, something I like to say is like having eye-level conversations. Nobody's looking down or speaking down to one another, but they're all sitting around in a circle, eye-to-eye, -eye, having real honest vulnerable conversations and as you progress to the guide conversations get deeper they get real um they get real honest and our guides in these groups just really yeah just create that space where actual change can happen not only within themselves but within their communities I love that. I'm going to have to crash one of your <laughs> one of your groups, okay? Um, but uh, maybe I don't want to do that because I'm I'm an old person. So you <laughs> you are gonna be like, <laughs> no, this is the youth group. Thank you. Um, Kaylee's still cool. I, it's okay. I get it. Um, <laughs> but no. you you mentioned um, <laughs> you mentioned the guide that we have a youth guide. Kaylee, can you tell us more about about you know the resource that that we use to equip these groups? Yeah, so we have a youth guide and it has really um, five steps that you walk through um, as a group. So your first one is, you know, you're going through um, the introduction to bridge building, um, you know, because if you don't have the language to have the conversations, you're not going to get very far. So our very first thing is to just equip you with the, the correct terminology you know, we're all on the same level on like, hey, when we say this, this is what we mean. Um, and then we walk into 
ourselves, like knowing ourselves, uh, we're what we call the bridge to self. And this is where you have an internal look. Um, you look at your own racial identity. You come to terms with your background, how you were raised, what influenced you. Um, because if you don't know who you are, where you came from, it's real hard to step into spaces um, and really make change because you're also trying to figure out yourself at the same time. Um, and so then we walk into the bridge to truth and this is where we learn about um, true history, really. And we talk often here um, that you need to know the history of where you're at in order to know the context and the culture you're stepping into. Um, so if you don't know what's going on, how are you going to change it if you don't actually know what has been going on? Um, then we go to the bridge to justice. What is true justice? What does that even mean? Um, and you discuss that as a group. You really learn what true justice is and, and how we go about it. And then the last is the bridge to healing. And this is where the real reconciliation comes into play. Um, and you heal as a community. And then you there are equipped and empowered to then go make change and try to heal outside of your group, but also in your schools, um, on your sports teams, um, anywhere that you have influence, you're bringing mm -hmm. this healing power to it. Um, and so that's really the five things we walk through in these guides. Uh, that's fantastic. Sydney, I understand that your group has completed this guide and, and this, this youth guide of ours is a values-based guide. Um, what would you say that you found to be the most helpful about, about the guide itself? Um, I think whenever we first, as a group, we'll, we'll send the, the background to the group chat first for us to read and go through and then we'll kind of discuss it whenever we um, gather together. But I think the background is really helpful. It like gives us a better understanding of what we're like really discussing and what we're, whenever we start talking about our discussion questions. And then also the prayer I think is also really important um, to do as well. So I think the background and the prayer to prayer are the two like things that I think really do um, contribute mm -hmm. and I think if we just kind of start digging into the questions without kind of having a background before or like you know praying after like a closing I think it would be like I think it would be harder for us to kind of navigate through the questions I think without really understanding what we're getting ready to talk about through each lesson yeah that makes so much sense context is everything and I love that we start the guide with with laying down the foundation of this is what we mean here <laughs> because before we can even get started, just like you said, Kaylee, really get started. We, we know that there are so many people with varying definitions and ideas of what words mean. And it's important for us to all be starting from the same point of learning before we go in too deep. So uh, Reagan, what about you? What do you think is the most helpful about our youth guide? Yeah, I would agree that the background helps a lot to put into context what we're talking about. And I think the discussion questions are also like very conversational. Mm -hmm. So we could go through each question and like have a 
a drawn out conversation about it and not even think about like what we're responding to. And then I like how it connects it to like Christ and what the Bible verse is, how it's like, like all biblical and then we have to pray at the end, which is like very, um, it's very nice to have that like safe space where you can, you have those shared ideas. I love that. And that you are working on the university guide now because you finished the youth guide. Is that correct? Yes. Wow. Superstars. <laughs> so what, what made you want to go ahead and move on to the university guide? Um, I think because we're getting ready to, we're all seniors. So I think because we're getting ready to graduate and go to college, I think it's important to, um, cause I know the university guide is a little bit deeper. So I think us being able to transferring into college, I think getting kind of like a head start on it as well is um, important. Like I know a lot of the um, homework questions will say, talk about, you know, it'll say things, say in your university, do this. And I think we'll try and do that, you know, in our school community, in our high school community. But I think, yeah, like going through the, um, the university guide, which is a little bit more mature, I think it really will give us kind of like a head start and prepare us for what will come whenever we actually enter into college. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about that, Reagan? Do you agree or is it helping you to feel better prepared to continue these conversations in your next phase of life? Yeah, definitely. I think um, with the university guide, that we're like more prepared, like that we did the, the youth got already mm-hmm. for like the next level of questions and discussions. Mm, that's great. So it laid a good foundation before you you went into that. So that's really helpful for, I think a lot of people, we have wonderful resources and sometimes unless you pick it up and, and go through it or talk to someone who has, you're not really sure um, just how much we have to offer. So that's exciting to hear. Now we've talked about you know, making a difference within our communities and, you know, our colleges potentially, um, maybe in our churches or our sports teams or wherever um, we have influence. And I'm wondering what what are some examples or some things that you all have done already that um, has made a difference in your community? Um, so I know with this being like our, you know, first time, I think, and all of us still being in high school, we definitely we've talked about doing certain things um, for our community. Um, I think it's been a little difficult because we only do meet every other Sunday, mm-hmm. and so everybody else has a lot of commitments, like you know, church or sports or something like that outside of um, our youth group. So we haven't found time um, outside of our discussions. But I do think we do plan on having like kind of like a. At the end of our, like after our last meeting, we plan on getting together and doing like one kind of big thing to help our community um, as a group since we weren't able to implement it recently with us mm-hmm. being all being in high school. But we do plan on um, trying to implement something. So that's what me and my other co-leader are discussing currently. Mm-hmm. So other than that, we just, you know, I think we've had we've had discussions 
um, inside of our schools. It was one of our homework assignments to do that, to have a discussion um, with people inside of our schools. So, I mean, if you consider that, we've um, done that oh, before. Absolutely, like, yeah. In certain classes before. Um, like, I know I've definitely discussed um, kind of like topics that we've gone over in our university guide and talked about it in my um, African-American journey class. So, um, yeah. And as far I know, I know there's been other discussions with other people in the group, but I don't, I don't know specifically, Hmm. but yes. That sounds great though. I mean, that's exactly, you know, um, I can't remember who said it earlier in the conversation, but just taking those steps, you know, one at a time, like you all are learning it and you're really, uh, feeling comfortable with it, growing and understanding what a difference it's making for you. And then to have those conversations at school with your peers, like that's fantastic. So Kaylee, what are what are some ideas maybe that uh, for those who are listening, who maybe want to have their, their students, their youth, their university um, child signed up, or maybe it's someone who is... Um, you know, in this age range, listening, wondering, well, how can I make a difference where I am right now? Like, what are some ideas that that you can share with us for people who are really looking to to make an impact? Make an impact. 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 If you've been enjoying and learning from the Be the Bridge podcast, we invite you to join us in this work. You can support and sustain our mission as a recurrent partner at bethebridge.com forward slash give. You can also help spread this word of bridge building by supporting and really sporting our apparel. So if you haven't gotten your Be The Bridge hat, sweatshirt, all of the things, let's take the message to the street. Visit our online store at shop.bethebridge.com and make sure we're spreading the word about all the work that Be The Bridge is doing and will do. At Be The Bridge, we're doing the work to empower people and culture toward racial healing, racial equity, and racial reconciliation. And this work is only possible because of the generosity of bridge builders like you. So thank you so much for those of you who are listening and sharing our podcast, sharing our posts, those of you who are giving to this work um, that's helping us create resources and material um, that will transform hearts. Um, So join us at bethebridge.com forward slash give and let's continue to build bridges together. Thank you so much. What are some ideas that that you can share with us for people who are really looking to to make an impact? Yeah, of course. Um, Well, one, you can visit btbyouth.com and you can come join us. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But outside of that very well set up plug, um, (laughs) you can, I mean, you can start groups even on your own. I mean, if you are, I mean, just look at what's around you. Who are you already around? And maybe start having some of these conversations Um, I would also say, you know, find teachers, find um, coaches that you believe, too, are safe spaces that maybe you could bring it up 
to and say, hey, you know, I would really like to have a group discussion on this. Do you think that would be possible? Um, I think that you could find local organizations um, that are doing the work um, and just inquire and see how you can get involved. Um, I also believe self-education is key. Um, so whether that is reading a book, taking a course, um, YouTube is our greatest instructor. Um, finding valid, correct sources that are um, going to give you, like I said, remember earlier, the bridge to truth, true information. Um, and I think, too, even... Um, something you can do is especially in college you can contact your local congress men or women uh your local government your city councils um and inquire and see what they're doing to help fight for these causes um those are just like a few things off the top of my head I, well, that's quite a start. <laughs> I love that. And I think, you know, in similar fashion, we when we are um, encouraging, you know, our adults who wanting to participate, it's, it's start where, right where you are, you know, and that's just as true here. So I love that. Is there anything else that you all would add um, to, to what Kaylee shared, Reagan or, or Sydney? Um, as far as trying to make a difference as of right now, uh, or just, yeah, just ideas of, you know, how to get started. If someone's wondering, well, how do I get started? Aside from joining Be The Bridge, in addition to, I should say, joining Be The Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely agree with Kayla was saying about having to educate yourself before mm-hmm. you try and educate others. Because um, I think, yeah, you can't educate others without really educating yourself. It doesn't make sense. But, like, <laughs> um, I think also, you know, just carrying conversations outside of groups will make a huge impact like little things like that or like um suggesting um the movies to watch as well like the ones on the be the bridge website um those little things really do make a big difference so yeah Mm, that's really good anything that you'd want to add to that reagan um just like start small or like um, your friends or like your family like find out something that you're reading it's interesting like oh hey I learned this today about blah 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 and then like they'll just like have that in the back of their head the rest of the day and like you never know like a small conversation could change like someone's whole perspective on an issue like that so mm, that's so true that's true. We, we, yeah, that's really good. We can't take for granted that, you know, we it, within our own families, you know, everyone might not have that knowledge or, or understanding or, you know, see things the same way. So that's, that's really good, really helpful. Um, so we're going to go back to this bridge of truth for a second. I'm going to ask you all a question. Uh, there is a lot of discussion and I'm sure you all are, are talking about it in your groups but it's happening in the news, school boards, legislation regarding what should or should not be taught at schools. And when it comes to truth telling, I mean, that's such a high value that we have at Be The Bridge. And that's when it comes to history and and when we engage with each other in this work. Um, there are some places that are wanting to ban books or not no longer highlight authors of color and the list goes on. But I'm just wondering if you all have personally faced any of those challenges. Um, and if you, whether you have or have not, 
If you have any words of encouragement or advice for students who may be in a place where they really want to do all these things that you all are talking about, but their communities or their schools um, aren't as receptive or open to what they're trying to do. Um, me personally, I haven't experienced that where um, they try to, you know, ban books or certain conversations. I think um, at my school, I go to a PWI, so um, a predominantly white institution. So it's more like ever since what happened um, summer of 2022, I mean, 2020, sorry. Um, like, I feel like it's been almost a little overwhelming about what they've tried to do. Like, it was a requirement for all of us to read The Hate You Give um, over the summer, and, you know, they'll put up posters. And at first it felt really nice, and it felt like at first that my school cared, but a lot of times it also felt like they only, um, you know, did these things just to show others that the school is not really seclusive and they're trying to be more diverse, but it felt like it was only in that moment and now it's kind of died down. So I think, I feel like, well, I'm trying to think of advice I could give to another student, but for me, I haven't personally felt that. I'm trying to think of what it would feel like. I think, I mean, yeah, that's definitely hard, especially as a, a kid in high school to have to face not being able to talk about certain things that, you know, have to, like, if you're black, things have to do with your race and you're not being able to speak on the, or learn about your own history, it can definitely be hard. Um, I think, again, I said this before, it doesn't have to be just, I think talk to, being it being talked about in schools is definitely important, but when you have things like this happening, I know that like I said before, having conversations outside of school will definitely make a difference. It really will. Um, to people in your community, your church, things like that, it really does make a difference. So, and I think, again, the whole thing with if you can't, if you're not able to be educated or learn in your school, then definitely make an effort to educate yourself, like also being said um, before. So I'm going to let Reagan go while I think. <laughs> that was great, Cindy. <laughs> Reagan, take it away. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually talked about this in um, one of my meetings at school with the Black Student Union that I'm a part of. We watched, like, a few news stories about it, and we kind of just talked about, like, the laws that were being enforced and everything like that. But um, we never had that happen at our school or any school that I've been to. But um, talking about it, we kind of just like all said like, well, we don't feel like that's fair and that, you know, we should all have the privilege to like speak on issues that like concern like our race because, you know, these are things that happen to us every day. And um, yeah, I don't think that um, taking away like certain books or certain like rights to like speak about certain topics should be like enforced like that so that's my opinion on it mm, yeah um, you both as far oh, as like sorry, go ahead. advice that I would give students um yeah like the self-educating thing that's like definitely 
a big part of like learning about something is like to you know be willing to learn like on your own but also like surround yourself by other people that like you're close to that you like know and like trust with like learning things with like that also like in our group that's um also a big part of learning That's really good. Kaylee, I, I want to hear your thoughts um, in just a moment. But one thing that I feel like is a common thread that you both said or, or at least um, inferred is that like what what happens, whether it's in the news or not, like whether it's that moment where where you get a response because of something that's happened in the news or if it's a day where where no one's hearing about anything, this is still impacting us. It's still impacting, you know, all of you and all of us. And so that's something that we are all wanting to make sure that we are not getting caught up in like the news cycles, you know, but seeing what's, what's happening at all times and, and not, you know, letting, what's happening discourage us from having these conversations because they can take place, you know, anywhere at any time, you know, even if there's a space where it, it says, where it's, you know, it, it's a, a no, um, we can always find a place and a space for that to happen. So Kaylee, what, what are your thoughts on, on just, you know, some of the pushback that's happening when it comes to these conversations in the schools? Yeah. Um, I would, first of all, encourage the student, um, I want to relieve them of the pressure to have to be like a martyr or like, mm-hmm. hey, this is important. Yes, you do not have to do it on your own. Um, and it's okay to be confused and it's okay to be frustrated and be angry and be upset um, if your school is one of these institutions that is stopping these conversations or banning these books. Um, It's okay for you to feel some type of way about it. Um, So I just want to give that permission and um, let them know, first and foremost, you don't have to do this by yourself. Um, And so my big push would be find community, like Reagan was saying, find the people that are safe, find the people that um, feel the same way. Um, And I would say come together collectively. Um, You're gonna know your institution better than anybody else is going to. Um, Each institution is different hence what we were saying before about you have to know the background and the history of where you're at to know what context and culture you're stepping into so you're gonna know that um lean into that when pushing for change um and i think if you are a high school student again i think knowing your safe people to go to to express these feelings um, and express that you would like to quote unquote fight this um, would be one of the first steps. Um, also, you can find 
This is why the internet is so great. Um, you can find people online um, that might be doing the exact same thing you're doing. And so um, reach out to them, reach out to um, activists you may know, reach out to advocates you may know, find groups that are already doing work in their communities and inquire like, hey, how is this working for you guys? Do you guys have any tips or tricks on how to um, talk to the school board, talk to the principal, talk to my coaches um, about these things? And nine times out of 10, they're gonna share the information with you because they wanna see change, not just in their area, but just all over globally, nationally, you name it. Um, we want to see change across the board. And so trust me, nothing hurts asking. The worst that could happen is they don't answer you and then you find the next person to ask um, or the next article to read. Um, but that would be my advice for somebody who's trying to navigate this space. That's so good. It's, it's a reminder we need to that no one's an island. And so there are so many resources available and using the internet wisely yes. <laughs> um, can, can really connect you with, with amazing people. Uh, and, and just to have that reminder that, okay, I'm not the only one who's, who's trying to make a difference. So that's, that's wonderful. Kaylee, I want to keep going with you because you, I, I am certain are one of these people that our youth can turn to. And that this is why we're thrilled to have you, uh, on, our team, and I know that the youth are really excited about it too, but can you just tell us more about why you are so passionate about working with the youth and university students and, and, and the vision that you have for, for this program and why it matters to you so much? Yeah, of course. Um, well, I, I have a huge heart um, that burns for the next generation. I really do believe that they are going to be the game changers in this movement. Um, what we're doing now is outstanding work, but we're not gonna be here forever. And what I love about our program is that it does, like I said at the beginning, it sets them up to continue this work and to actually see the changes be made. I really do believe this next generation is going to see some monumental things when it comes to justice work and the justice movement and justice actually being served. Um, I, I am a, um, I'm a biracial gal and I grew up in, um, predominantly white area. And so I have had my own um, battles with um, just self-identity even um, and um, racially and uh, also have dealt with my own, I've, I've experienced racism on different ends. And so what I, what I love about our guide is that, I mean, look, I am, 28 years old and I went through the youth guide myself and I learned a lot myself as an adult. Um, and so I, I, it was great for the racial identity part of me. Um, 
And what I love about Be The Bridge is that their biggest goal is reconciliation, um, which is another one of my passions. I have three big passions. I have a passion for the next generation, like I said. Um, I'm very passionate about racial reconciliation. And honestly, my last biggest passion it shouldn't be last, but I named it last, is I'm very passionate about Jesus. <laughs> um, probably should have said that one first, but it's cool. Um, he knows. Jesus knows, right? <laughs> exactly. He knows. He knows. Um, but yeah, no, those are my three biggest passions. Jesus, the next generation, and reconciliation. And what I love is that that's everything that Be the Bridge is about. Um, and so really, if I'm honest, I, I got my dream job. Um, mm. I get to help the next generation, not only with the educational piece that is um, justice work, but um, my vision for this program is to also build them up as a individual as well. Um, knowing information is great, but if you don't know how to deliver it, you might as well not know it. Mm. If, you, if you don't know how to manage your time, you're going to fail in trying to push an agenda. And so if we really want to see change, we can't just information load. We have to actually develop as people and we have to mature and develop the skills to be able to have endurance to keep this fight going. Um, and that's what we need. We need this next generation to stay hungry and we need them to stay passionate and to continue to do the work. Um, and burnout is a real thing. Um, and this generation fights and they fight hard. And so I want to be able to give them a space to not only fight hard, but to also stay in the game um because if we're not staying in the game nothing's going to be done and so that is my big vision for be the bridge youth is yes we're going to learn how to fight for justice but we're also going to learn how to have an eye-to-eye conversation and we're going to learn how to talk to somebody that may be older respectfully and still get your point across. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna learn how to manage our time so we can pass our classes and graduate so we can continue to do work outside of the school. Um, because those are all key things um, in becoming an activist, quote unquote, or an advocate um, for change. Well, that's Kaylee Morgan, everyone, our new youth and university manager. (laughs) You can't see me, but I'm like nodding my head profusely. Everything you said, yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for breaking that down. And it's true. It's the absolute truth. You know, this is sustainable. This is a lifelong journey. I remember one of the the early conversations I heard um, our founder and president, Latasha Morrison, uh, share it was um, just so encouraging to me because it was that reminder when she she said, I knew I had to make a decision 
that there may be some things that a lot of things that I'm not going to see happen in my lifetime, but I am pushing that needle forward. I'm moving forward because we know that that change can and will come because it's happened before and it will continue to happen in the future. And and so just to be able to build in those practices and that awareness and um, on a practical level as well as on a heart level is so critical. And, and at this age to get that, what a gift, like what a gift that is. So thank you so much, Kaylee. Um, before we wrap up this amazing conversation, Reagan and Sydney, is there anything else that you want to share about how life-changing and wonderful <laughs> Be the Bridge Youth has been for the two of you? Really, you, you ladies are phenomenal, and I'm so happy that you joined us for this conversation. Anything you want to share? Um, I love Be the Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I really, I do. I love being a part of um, Be the Bridge. It, I think it definitely has changed me for the better. Mm-hmm. I love that. Be the Bridge, recommend, highly recommend, right? 10 out of 10. Kaylee, can you tell us or tell those listening how to get connected to the youth program? Because the, the socials and everything are a little bit different than what people may be familiar with. Yeah, of course. Um, you can find us at btbyouth.com. Um, you can also find us on Instagram. Um, again, it's btbyouth. That is our handle on both Instagram and Twitter. And um, very soon you will be seeing us on TikTok. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> this, this is really for the youth. <laughs> this is for the youth. We are we are really out here. We're in, we're gonna venture into into TikTok. Um, and that are you gonna dance is, for us? Yes, she is. Sydney is gonna dance. Yes. Oh no, we will be teaching yes. her. They're gonna teach me a dance. Um, this is where I go from perceptively cool to not at all this is where i'm gonna lose all of my cool points people think i'm cool and then i'm gonna try to dance and they're gonna be like she should stop (laughs) Um, but yeah no we're gonna be on tiktok and we are on tiktok and it that is be the bridge underscore um be the bridge underscore um and that should be in the notes right Yes, that yep. They'll be able to find all this information. You all who are listening will be able to find all this information in our show notes. And we really do hope that you get connected. I, I really want to thank all three of our guests, Kaylee and Sydney and Reagan, for taking your time to speak with us today about our youth and university program and encouraging everyone who's listening to continue to take those steps forward and making a difference and knowing that there is a space for all of us and it doesn't there's not an age limit to or age requirement to step into this work and thank you for being such wonderful examples of that thank you for having us yeah thank you for having us (laughs) go to the donors table if you'd like to hear the unedited version of this podcast Thanks for listening to the Be The Bridge podcast. To find out more about the Be The Bridge organization and or to become a bridge builder in your community, go to bethebridge.com. Again, that's bethebridge.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, remember to rate and review it on this platform and share it with as many people as you possibly can. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Today's show was edited, recorded, and produced by Trayvon Potts at Integrated Entertainment Studios in Metro Atlanta, Georgia. The host and executive producer is Latasha Morrison. Lauren C. Brown is the senior producer. And transcribed by Sarah Conitzer. Please join us next time. This has been a Be The Bridge production. <laughs>